On Wednesday, March 26, 1997, in a mansion located in an upscale gated community of Rancho Santa Fe, California, 39 people were found dead from an apparent mass suicide. Ranging from 26 to 72 years old, their bodies were found in various states of decomposition, lying neatly in bunk beds and on mattresses in various rooms throughout the mansion. All 39 people wore matching black tracksuits with armband patches, and all had purple blankets covering their heads and torsos. All 39 people had a $5 bill and three quarters in their pockets. Perhaps the most stark and memorable image, however, are the shoes they were all wearing. Each of the 39 people were wearing identical pairs of black and white Nike Decade athletic shoes. The crime scene pictures that emerged from this shocking discovery depicting the black and white Nikes poking out from under the purple shrouds would, as Rolling Stone magazine put it, be burned into the eyes of a generation. Join us as we discuss the Heaven's Gate cult and the most controversial Nikes in history, the Nike Decades. This is the Immortal Souls Podcast. As today's show covers the Heaven's Gate suicide cult, it is pretty dark material, so we'll do our best to be respectful towards the victims and their family members while discussing everything. With this said, we do feel from a historical shoe perspective, it is fascinating to explore shoes that have a certain notoriety or stigma attached to them. Perhaps the most controversial Nike shoe of all time is the Nike Decades, in fact, shortly after this, after the discovery of the Heaven's Gate mass suicide in 1997, Nike promptly and permanently stopped production and sales of the shoe due to its controversial association with the cult. We will get more into that later in the show. But first, let's review a very brief history of the Heaven's Gate group itself. Heaven's Gate was founded by Marshall Applewhite, who was the son of a former soldier and Presbyterian minister, and Bonnie Nettles, who was a married nurse working in a psychiatric hospital. After meeting in March of 1972 while Applewhite was staying at the hospital, they became close and ultimately went on to develop their shared belief system throughout the 1970s and 1980s. In a nutshell, Heaven's Gate believed the world was about to be destroyed, and the only chance of surviving was to leave Earth for what is known as the next level, which is a heightened state of being where individuals are immortal, never dying, absorbing sunlight as their soul nourishment, and pretty much living in pure bliss. Only those who prepared themselves would be allowed to leave Earth for the next level. Among other things, this meant separating themselves from all attachments to the planet. This took the form of forsaking all worldly things and attachments, such as family, friends, jobs, possessions, wealth, and even sexuality. Heaven's Gate members referred to their bodies as vehicles or vessels, 
which were to help their souls on their journey to get to the next level. To get to the next level, or to graduate to the next level, as they called it, a person needed to die a natural, accidental, or even a willful death, and in connection with this, to board a spacecraft that was trailing the Hellbop Comet. This spacecraft would transport them to the next level. Ultimately, 39 members of the group graduated by committing suicide, which, as they believed, would allow them to board the aforementioned spacecraft. It was determined the members died in three waves of suicide over a period of three days. The way they did this was that members would eat applesauce mixed with barbiturates, and then they washed it down with vodka. As an additional measure, they placed plastic bags over their heads to induce asphyxia. Of all the photos and imagery of the suicide scene, perhaps none is so memorable as the black and white Nike decades worn by all 39 members peeking out from under the purple shrouds covering the portion of their bodies. Seen as a fairly low-tech and nondescript runner model, the Nike decades are believed to be originally released in 1993. Unlike the Air Max or Harache models, these shoes did not sport the latest Nike technology, such as air bubbles or Harachi neoprene material. In fact, they were perhaps more akin to the Nike Cortez, and people at first assumed the cult members were wearing Cortezes, until the shoes were later and properly identified as the Decades. The Decades were produced in a handful of different colorways, ranging from black to white to navy blue, and also gray with the black being the most recognizable and notorious, as that was the colorway found on the corpses of the deceased cult members. Let's move on to the connection of the Nike Decade's shoes with the Heaven's Gate cult itself. The following account that I'm going to talk about here actually comes from a variety of sources, including surviving members of the cult as well as a Redditor who claims to have met the salesman who sold the cult the shoes. Now, please note that we can't confidently verify the accuracy of this entire narrative, but we've done our best to stitch it together in as coherent of a of a story and of an account as possible. So, as the story goes, two members of Heaven's Gate entered a North County San Diego sporting goods store in March of 1997. They approached a shoe salesman in the store, and they carried with them an organized list of shoe sizes needed for around 40 pairs of shoes. The salesman asked, is this for a basketball team or something? And one of the cult members, possibly even Applewhite himself, cryptically replied something like that. Ultimately, the two store patrons negotiated a deal and bought 39 identical pairs of black Nike Decades for a grand total of $548.45. The salesman, who understandably was thrilled to make such a large sale, supposedly helped gather together the needed sizes and, as the account goes, personally delivered the shoes to the mansion where Applewhite and the Colt were residing. 
Later that month, and possibly even the next day after the sale, depending on which account you go by, those same shoes would be worn during the mass suicide of the cult. So, taking in everything about the shoes and the circumstances and the myth-like status that surrounds the shoes, we find ourselves asking the question, what was special about the Nike decades for Heaven's Gate? to even take notice of them and incorporate them into their uniforms? Or was there even anything special at all about them? Were the shoes just a victim of circumstance? Surviving members of the Heaven's Gate cult have since explained that the shoes were, quote, a look that Applewhite and the cult members liked, and that they were also able to get a good deal on them. It was a combination of factors that made the sale happen, not because of a particular model or brand. Another email or correspondence with surviving members of the cult clarified that, quote, the shoes were to demonstrate uniformity. We were all in the same attire, like Team Unity. It, again, got blown out of proportion. Any shoe that would have been selected would have done this. If it would have been Adidas or Converse or New Balance, they all would have been supported or received publicity. Now, we at the Immortal Souls podcast actually reached out to Heaven's Gate directly to see if we could get any further information at all on their motives uh, for purchasing the decades. And the representative who responded to us replied that, quote, there was nothing special about the shoes. We just want them to be the same, to demonstrate uniformity. We did get a good deal on them but would have gone with other kinds if there was a good deal also. Any black shoe would have worked. So, if we are to take them at their word, the shoes were bought because they were a good deal, and the cult members were able to purchase several dozen matching pairs to allow for uniformity in their outfits. In the aftermath of the suicide, to help control bad press and potential fallout from connection with the incident, Nike quietly and promptly halted production of the Nike Decades, and they never actually held an official press release regarding the incident or regarding the shoes connected with it. Also, as can be predicted, comedy and late-night shows had a heyday with poking fun at Nike over the association. Saturday Night Live, for example, ran a fake commercial of the shoe, including the Beatles' Revolution song, which was similarly used in a previous Nike commercial. Speaking with Adweek in 1997, Nike spokesperson Jim Small delivered what we believe to be Nike's only comment on record about the shoes and Heaven's Gate. He said, quote, We've heard all the jokes. The Heaven's Gate incident was a tragedy. It had nothing to do with Nike. Close quote. While it is certainly true that Nike had nothing to do with the incident in any way, the company will always be an unwitting and unwilling part of the incident and the controversy surrounding it. We think it's safe to assume that Nike will never retro the decades. In fact, evidence shows the shoe giant probably won't touch the subject, quite frankly, with a 10-foot pole, and they would rather bury the connection in the past. Interestingly, In the fall of 2008, samples of a colorway of the Nike SB Dunk high tops emerged 
with the black, white, and even purple colors, which evoked a stark and obvious reminder of the by now cult status Nike decades. Pun intended. We aren't sure how Nike designers managed to fly under the radar with this concept, even to the point of samples being made. But ultimately, the company never released the colorway, most probably to avoid the controversial subject matter of the source of inspiration. Pairs of the decades still pop up from time to time on collector websites and eBay, and they'll fetch prices ranging from hundreds to even thousands of dollars. In fact, in what is probably a bit of a joke, a seller on eBay is currently selling a pair of size 12 black and white decades that were found in an Arizona storage locker for a grand total of $6,660. Again, what's the deal with the Nike decades? In short, we'll likely never know exactly why Apple White and the Colt picked these particular shoes for their earthly exit. Sure, they got a good deal on the shoes, but was that truly the only reason? Do these shoes simply share an unfortunate association with a cult mass suicide? Is there something about the look or imagery of the shoes themselves that burns this particular sneaker into our collective minds? While unassuming in nature, their starkly contrasting black and white motif undoubtedly provides an unforgettable and prominent theme in the grim photos of the crime scene. Are the shoes merely a visual reminder of potential and even fatal consequences that can happen when engaging in religious fanaticism? Have the shoes taken on a greater meaning with time, perhaps symbolizing the dark and destructive mental and psychological state we could all fall victim to, whether by choice or through manipulative actions of others? Or are they just a shoe? that happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the Immortal Souls podcast. For more information, show notes, pictures, or just to say hi, check us out at immortalsoulspodcast.com, Instagram, or Twitter. Original theme music by Scott Spriggs. Five-star reviews are always helpful and hugely appreciated. Until next time, keep walking the roads less traveled.